are listening to Miller and Moulton, exclusively on the Florida Sports Network. And now, here's Mark Miller and David Moulton. Hour two of Miller and Moulton on this Monday, the first such one of February. It is Monday of Super Bowl 58 week. Niners, Chiefs, a rematch from four years ago in Miami. This time, they'll do it in Vegas. They're going to be doing this sucker in Vegas like every five years. This is going to be marked the, like the Open Championship rotation. Vegas or L.A., which one becomes St. Andrews? Because every five years, they go back to St. Andrews. Well, I, I think, David, both will be in an every five-year rotation. But which one will be St. Andrews? Which one will be absolutely positively? Doesn't matter if Nashville builds a new stadium. Yeah, we got to give them one. We are not upsetting the rotation of this city gets one every five years. Vegas. I'm with you. I'm with you. Less than 10 years ago, they threatened to kick Tony Romo out of the league. For being a main speaker at a fantasy football summit. A fantasy football speaking gig. Right. Now we got a team there and the game there. Hey, quick sidebar. We never did this as a poll question, did we? Or did we do it on one of the days last week when we did multiple questions? We asked what's going to happen first, a pay-per-view Super Bowl or a Super Bowl out of the country? Right. We asked that question. The guy who used to run ESPN, John Skipper. Right. He's now associated with, you know, Levitard and, and what they're doing. So Skipper was on a show on Friday. And now John's been wrong about a lot of things. It's partly why he's no longer running ESPN. But he said, oh, we'll have a pay-per-view Super Bowl during the current TV contract. Like, he thinks by the end of it, the league will sit down with one of the networks and say, yeah, I know you really want to televise this on your network. We get it, but how about if financially we make it worth your while? And let's, how about if you're the one, kind of like NBC, hey, you know, we'll do the, the streaming playoff game. Yeah, okay. We'll see how it works. That Skipper thinks one of the current networks towards the end of the deal is going to make the deal with the NFL and say, no, well, instead of putting it on, uh, let's just say ABC, how about we make it a pay-per-view event? Let's see how it goes. And I will say, with that story that was out there a couple of weeks ago about the NFL buying in to ESPN, of all the networks that would maybe partner with the NFL and try the pay-per-view Super Bowl, that's probably the one that would do it. And they already have the infrastructure set up doing pay-per-view events for MMA. I mean, they're they're the so, ones most ready to have the event that way, David, if you were to. And so if Skipper is right and he's onto something, that would be Super Bowl 65. Because ABC gets two Super Bowls in this 11-year contract. The other three networks get three. But ABC only gets two. They have Super Bowl 61, which is going to be in L.A., and then they haven't announced 
the locations for any of the other Super Bowls. The next three years are New Orleans, San Francisco, L.A., for those that are interested. Can't get enough West Coast, can we? No. Five out of six years in the Pacific time zone, right? So that would be seven years from now. We would have a pay-per-view Super Bowl in theory. Oh, people lose their minds. And then they'd pay it. But so anyway, where were we? Talking about the Super Bowl. Do we have a uh, a trivia question? We have a poll Super- question. Okay, well, th- that's even better. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's no wrong answers in a poll question. And if, if I do the trivia, there's plenty of wrong answers. Where are you going to watch the Super Bowl? You're going to watch it at home? You're going to watch it at a friend's house? You're going to watch it at a bar or restaurant? You know, my wife and I had that conversation last night. She said to me, she goes, listen, I want to be a supportive wife. And I'm like, yes, I'm listening. And she goes, do you need to go out and watch the Super Bowl? I'm like, do I need to go out? I don't need to go out. She's like, well, do you want to go out? And I'm like, huh, no, no, I'm going to watch the Super Bowl at home guy. You changed me. I used to be a go out, go to a Super Bowl party and watch it. If I go to a Super Bowl party now, I do 3 o'clock at someone's house. One of the first ones there. Have a couple of appetizers, have a couple of drinks, get my name on a couple of squares. 6 o'clock. Head out the door. Home by kickoff at 6.38. Correct. Uh I used to be Super Bowl party guy, except if my team was in the game. Then I had to be at home. I had to be alone. Leave me alone. Don't call. Don't text. So I'm curious. Trent, sorry to do this to you, buddy. If your team had made it, what were you going to do? My family wanted to go to Vegas to be there, and we would have watched just in the hotel room, I'm sure, because I think what you're getting at here is I I can't be around – I can't be in a loud setting. I can't be around a bunch of people that don't care. I would have to be just with my family or some close friends. Tight circle. So but now it doesn't matter? Now you're just going to watch no. in the fetal position? Now I'll just watch and eat and, you know. Drink. Are you going to be able to watch? Because I have to admit, the few people that I know that are Lions fans, over the weekend even, they were still having trouble with this. That just they were undecided to. I don't know if I can watch the Super Bowl. Yeah, I got to admit, I don't care. I mean, I, I won't be watching. I understand, but are you to the point where when they kick off, you're like, yeah, I can't handle this. No, I'll watch. I'll be able to watch. Okay, all right. Okay. But I, I appreciate the sentiment. I'm sure that th- there are plenty of people out there, Ravens fans also, that probably are thinking, yeah, Bills uh-huh. fans. Well, I, you know, and I don't want to take a cheap shot at Bills fans because, you know, Miller and Moulton know a bunch of them. But, I mean. <laughs> They're used to this. I mean, come on. <laughs> I'll take the shot. They're used to it. And, yeah, you know, and plus, it happened early enough in the playoffs where, you know, their angst was a week and a half ago. But Fair enough. So, so that's our uh, that's our poll question. That's no. our poll question. Just easing into Super Bowl week, David. Okay, that sounds good. 
Sounds good. By the way, 13 quarterbacks have won the Super Bowl twice. The number's 13. Mahomes being the 13th. Now, you know, he wins this one. He start, This is kind of like green jackets, Mark. You know, you got the number of Masters winners. You got the number of people who have won the Masters twice. And you take a look at some of those and you go, oh, wow, that's right, Bubba Watson. You know, and you start mentioning another, oh, yeah, Bernard Longer. You know, Jose Maria Olafable. And you go, oh, well, you know, it's impressive. You know, then, you know, how, wait, how many have won it? Three? You know, and the list gets a lot smaller, like more than half smaller. Never mind four or more. So. Mahomes trying to get to rarefied air this year. Uh, here, just Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. More touchdown passes or more sacks? Remember, he played 10 of these suckers. Touchdown passes. Winner, winner. Winner, winner. I believe, unofficially, 21 TDs, sacked 19 times. He doesn't get sacked a lot. So I thought that was I thought that was a little easier. Uh of the seven times that Brady's teams won the Super Bowl, how many times was he MVP? Three? Five. Wow. Uh one of the ones in uh let's see, it was Dion Branch, I think, won it the one year. I think that was the Super Bowl in uh, Jacksonville. And then um, Edelman, the because uh, Brady didn't throw a touchdown in that overtime win. And Edelman had all those catches, including the one, which, I mean, there's a whole question in and of itself. What's the better Super Bowl catch? Tyree to the side of his helmet or Edelman's one, which bounced off of what? A foot? Of the calf? What was the one that over the middle right. of the field? You know, I mean, they're both absurd. That was the football gods turning around to the Patriots and going, okay, yeah, I know the Tyree one, that hurts. That would have been 19-0, but we'll give you this one. We'll give you the 28-3, uh, the overtime comeback. We'll give you this guy like off of a foot. We couldn't so give you the undefeated season. We just couldn't no. give you that. Couldn't give you that. You know, it just you know, too much. You know, we knew too much stuff was going on. Couldn't give you 19-0, but we'll give you the 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 28-3 first overtime one and the, the, the catch in the middle of the field off of, like, the foot there. We'll give you that one. Which was today, oh, seven right. years ago. If they actually one? handed out MVPs to <laughs> losing efforts, Brady in Super Bowl 52, remember, against the Eagles, threw for 505 yards, three touchdowns, and no picks. Remarkable. And they didn't punt. Correct. And they lost. Right. Mm-hmm. And Matt Patricia's defense gave up 41 points. Yes. And then the Lions hired him. Let's hire <laughs> that guy. <laughs> <laughs> ah, I crack myself up sometimes. So, so there you go. There's a little Brady Super Bowl trivia. After all, he was in a lot of these games. I mean, you know, he had, basically in the last generation, every other Super Bowl was a Brady Super Bowl. Man. Wait, no Mannings? No Brady? 
I mean, are they really going to play this game? Yeah, we've got a Mahomes. We're doing just fine. Okay, all right. And we've even got this cute little Purdy story. Mr. Irrelevant, now becoming very relevant. Is he really going to outdo Mahomes? I mean, well, he's not going to, but the Niners offense might. Well, no, I mean, for one game, I mean, you know, Nick Foles was in there. He was the gunslinger. Him going head to head against Brady, you know, and we'll throw in a little Philly special to help. I mean, you know, for one day, anything can happen. I have to admit, if the Niners are going to win, Mark, I would love to see that. I would love to see Brock Purdy throwing it 42 times, slinging it for about four bills. Uh, Trent Bally in the play of the day next. You're listening to Miller and Moulton, exclusively on the Florida Sports Network. 21 minutes past the hour. The best hockey play-by-play guy going, John Forslund. He will join us in about 40 minutes' time. The NHL resuming post-All-Star break. Got a trade deadline coming up in a month. There'll be about 47 deals in the NHL between now and then. No, that's not a joke. That's like our official over-under. They treat this thing seriously. And it's a hard cap sport, too, and they still trade as often as they do. I do like what they've done recently, Mark, in which teams can take on salary. See, it didn't used to be that way, and it's now like, well, no, we'll do the deal, but I'll take a, I'll take half a Miller salary for you. You need that to fit in under your cap? Yeah, okay. You'll have to give me a little something-something for the effort. But sure, I'll hold on to half a Miller salary. Baseball's trading draft picks now. They're finally all starting to get to where it needs to be. I mean, you've got to do things to incentivize more trades. People love a trade deadline. This is not just a Miller and Moulton phenomenon. We love drafts and trade deadlines. We were ahead of the curve on this stuff. It's fun. Yes. Because we're not the ones getting traded. Well, and it's fun. I will say the, I don't want to contradict myself, but I'm going to a little bit. The NBA has traded so many draft picks that it's hard to keep track of who holds what draft picks. Yeah, it's like 2028, 20, right. second rounder, but it's first round protected and or whatever. It's so. Well, here's the one that I love, right? So it's it's protected, uh, 2026 20, first rounder, but it's protected. If by chance you get suck, you get to keep the pick. So then uh, it becomes a first rounder next year in 2027, but that's also protected. Because if you continue to suck, then you still get to hold on to your pick. Uh, So by 2028, we've got to get something back. So that first rounder, uh, it it becomes two second rounders. Well, what the heck? No, no. Shouldn't it be the other way around? No, that Mark, Mark, we make a trade. And you call up and go, well, I I can't give you that. I can't afford it. Well, okay. Well, then you're going to have to give me more and I'll take it next year. Oh, okay. The NBA does it exactly the other way around. You get to get no, I'll give less every year. And then finally it's like, well, yeah, fine. Take my two second rounders. I don't care. I don't want your two second rounders. I want the top 10 pick when you sucked. That's why I made the deal. 
I just love the jokes when they're saying, oh, they, they got a 2030 pick out of it. And it's like, okay, so you're trading 12-year-olds right now. Yes. You, you have no idea who's going to be available, not even a clue. 100%. That's, that's why, I mean, I do like a good trade. I do like draft picks being traded. But the NBA has now taken it to the nth level where the only way they can make trades is to put so many draft picks in, and you can't do consecutive years, so you have to have... You can't even keep track. No. Yeah, the consecutive years thing is weird. You always see that it's a 2027 and 2029 together because you can't give two in a row. It's a mess. Now, that doesn't mean that you have to have a first-round pick every year. It's just that you can't do the deal where you're giving away three in a row. You have to stagger them. So when you make the second deal, you give away all the ones you still have in between. Right. And it's it's a lot of a lot of rules to the NBA trades. And by the way, their deadline I, I think is Thursday. How to be LeBron James's GM one oh one. What draft picks can we trade and which stars well, on the market? Wait, wait, I'll trade, tell you trade. what. He he LeBron there ruined everybody's weekend. Because we were lucky enough to have time to talk at least for a segment about the potential of LeBron being traded. But by 10 a.m., 10.30 a.m. Short-lived. They came out and squashed all of it. Yeah, no. No chance that's happening. Zero. Get it out of your head. Well, yeah, because he's like, no, no, no. I'm going to determine where I go. (laughs) Rob Palinka is not going to determine where I'm playing. <laughs> no, no. I have control. Every year of my contract, I can opt out. I can go where I want, when I want. And besides, Trent, you, you made a, a faux pas uh, a moment ago. Okay. You said LeBron James is GM. LeBron James is the GM yeah. of the Lakers. Okay. Clutch Sports is running the Lakers. They allow Rob Palenka to come to work every day. Now, maybe there will be a time when they're not running them. And Palenka's like, can I get my office back? I'm tired of being down the end of the hall. I know. I always, I just have to laugh whenever you hear, oh, Palenka's done a pretty good job this offseason filling out that roster. Like, (laughs) he's done a good job of sitting at the press conference and being the face of whatever's happening. He's not doing eck. By the way, our buddy uh, Chris Moore is uh, dating uh, Jeannie Buss. Apparently, they're serious. You know, friend of the show. It's a good, I mean, that's a good get. Jay Moore, I'm sorry, Jay Moore. Yeah. Yeah, he's doing doing well for himself. That's a good get. I mean, he's funny. You know, just, listen, when you spend all that time with Phil Jackson, you're looking for funny. I, I mean, you know. Because when you think funny, you don't think Phil. So uh, she could probably use a good laugh after all those years with Phil. There's no doubt there. Yeah. And she's got to watch her basketball team play every night. She could really use a good laugh. He just can't make jokes about the basketball team. Eh, I don't know. It probably depends on who the he's making jokes about. Because half the guys she's paying, she probably doesn't want to be paying them. So. They're actually married? Did they get married? They're I thought married. they were engaged. They they got married in 2023, according to Wikipedia, which is huh. not a great source, but whatever. Well, there you go. I just thought they were engaged. My bad. They tied the knot, apparently. So, 
Well, now he can make all the jokes he wants. Exactly. I'll bet that's a very simple prenup. Hey, I love you. You get nothing. I love you too. That's fine. I'll take nothing. At the bottom. <laughs> I, I, I'm guessing. That's got to be a, a two-line prenup. I love you. You get nothing. I love you. Sounds good to me. Boom, boom. Time now for our Molly made play of the day. Trent, what do you have for us? The bill for the college hoops weekend was packed, but uh, unfortunately only a handful of the games actually delivered. One of those was when number 18 Baylor played host to number 12 Iowa State in a Big 12 showdown. Baylor was a four-and-a-half-point favorite at home. It was all knotted up at 68 with 10 seconds to play, and that's when Jaden Nunn put the cape on for the Bears. Nunn. They Bear. try to call a timeout. And Nunn finishes and gets fouled. None, the junior guard from Flint, Michigan. 16 points in the winner. No Scott Drew, no problem, at least for this game. The Bears hold on to win it 70-68. to Cyclones cover the four and a half. Nice little taste of some high-stake hoops between two tournament teams. And there's your play of the day presented by Molly Maid. You know, a lot of buildup again to this college basketball weekend. Mm-hmm. Kansas just kicks the crap out of Houston from the word go. Right from the word go. Allen Fieldhouse is amazing. Oh man, it was the joint was jumping, David. Yep. I mean, it amazing. really was. Yep. And they, the announcers called that game the best half of basketball that's been played this year by any team. Kansas's first half in that game, they completely dominate Houston. North Carolina's up on Duke, kind of armbarred them most of that game. Same thing Tennessee did to Kentucky for most of that game. It was not. It didn't live up to the buildup, unfortunately. No, I think St. John's had a one-point lead at the half yep. against UConn, and then UConn said, oh, wow, you guys are serious. Okay, I guess we'll play. Yep. San Diego State with a nice win over Utah State. I'm sorry, what? What, what did he just say? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I, I'm sorry, wait. What did you just say? You said that out loud into a microphone. Right. You know, it's... Talking about, a, talking about a big college basketball weekend, and Trent comes over the top with San Diego State had a nice win over Utah State. Utah State's good. Okay. I, I guess we're going to have to go back to talking about uh, who Jay Moore is married to. Miller and Moulton. John Forslund. Maybe. hope he wasn't just listening to that. He'll join us in a half hour. Welcome back to Miller and Moulton, only on the Florida Sports Network. Twenty-two minutes before the hour, John Forslund will join us at the top of the hour. Tremendous hockey play-by-play guy. He does the Seattle Kraken, does the playoffs on TNT, does the playoffs on Sports USA Radio. He's a good guy, too. John Forsland. It's been a while. All right, we'll talk a little hockey coming out of the All-Star break with him at the top of the hour. Herm Edwards an hour from now. You know, slowly getting into this whole Super Bowl 58 thing. You know, just, just, just dipping the toes in the water, including a poll question today. You know, we're just gently. Poll questions as simple as where are you watching the game? Home, friend's house, bar, restaurant. 
When's the last time you went to a sports bar? I couldn't even tell you the last time. I, the last time I remember watching uh-huh. a Super Bowl in a sports bar was Bucks Raiders. I saw. De- I was at a sports bar for uh, Colts Bears. I think that's the last time I did a sports bar. The Devin Hester opening. Yeah. Uh-huh. Never forget it. Was the place going nuts? Well, yes. Okay. With, you know, half the people rooting for the Bears and the other half going, what are you doing kicking it to Hester? Rex Grossman's the quarterback. Make him beat you. But, yeah. So, I think that's so. What are we talking? It was the 09 season. No. No, it was the 06 season. Yeah, 09 was Colts Saints. So, wow. It's off the top of my head. It's the last one I can remember. That doesn't bode well for sports bars. Well, and it doesn't bode well. I mean, they're getting less than 5% of the vote. People don't go out. They go to, you know, they either watch at home or go to a friend's house. Too expensive. And too late. If, you know, the sports bar would do a lot better. If the game were on Saturday, which it'll never be. Right. Or if the game was maybe two hours earlier, but because, you know, it ends around 10 o'clock, that sort of deal. Yeah. So there you go. Home. I don't, you know, friends, because you go to the party and, you know, you don't host the party. So, or do you go out? You know. We're just dipping our toe into Super Bowl week. That's just a very... Yeah. That's all we did, a little Brady Super Bowl trivia last hour. You know, I mean, after all, he was in 10 of them. It's a whole new era. You know, no no Mannings, no Brady. What are we going to do? Oh, we got a Mahomes. We do have a Mahomes. Uh Uh-huh. And... Where do you think the Chiefs' fatigue is right now? Oh, here's an interesting poll question. Alabama fatigue? Okay, Chiefs' fatigue. See, a lot of the fatigue left when Nick retired, so we all have to go back to where we were a month ago. Come on, where was your Bama fatigue? What did this SEC fatigue? Chiefs' fatigue. Could do that. I mean, because I think, you know, listen, if you don't have the fatigue at this moment in time, you will by Sunday. Friday, right. Because it's going to be an overload of. Uh huh. Yes. Yes. Whatever you're thinking. Whatever. Yes. It's going to start with Mahomes, it's going to go Travis. And Taylor. Taylor. And, and Taylor and Travis. Re- and then is Andy Reid retiring? Right. Then when they go to commercial break, you're going to see Andy Reid, Travis Kelsey, or Patrick Mahomes. Yes. Before we come back to? and see them again. Who are we going to show on the Niners? Fred, you know, and Fred Warner? Yeah, good player and all. Really good player. Great player. Well, McCaffrey's the only one from the Niners that's doing any ads. McCaffrey has yeah. a, a couple of, or a national ad. 
I think didn't Purdy get his first endorsement like a week last week? Like significant endorsement? Thought I read that. So by the way, do you throw a few shekels on Debo for Super Bowl MVP? If you think they're gonna win? Because you got to admit, I think there's a better chance if the Niners win of Purdy not being MVP than there is if the Chiefs win of Mahomes not being MVP. I think you're right, and I think you're the you know the the obvious second choice for Kansas City is if you just go Kelsey, right? Given the fact that Taylor won all those Grammys last night, they probably need to give him an award too even things out a little bit. It's a full week for her. I mean, L.A., now she's got to go to Japan, do a few shows, come back to Vegas, hit a buffet, go to a game, get back on the plane, go back, do some more shows. I don't know. Seems very busy. So... Funny thing is, this is actually going to be a really good game, right? I mean, what are we talking, a two-point spread? Right. I mean, if both teams show up with anything close to their A game, this should be tremendous. Boy, America wanted the Lions. That's what I'm really sensing a week later. Boy, America would have been all in on the Lions. Because I think deep down, Mark, I think a lot of us, we can relate to the Lions. Of course we can. You know, most of us in our everyday life, you know, we're not a four-time Super Bowl champion. You know, how's life going? Eh, it's okay. You know, how you doing? Hanging in there. How's the marriage? Eh, you know. <laughs> I mean, no, I, I mean, I just come on. I, so I think we, I think America would have been like, ah, if it could happen to them. You know, it's kind of like when you see the, you know, I don't know, family of six. You know, two of the kids in college, you know, they're struggling to, you know, live middle class life and they win the Powerball. You go, now yeah, there you go. Okay. That's, that's good. So the Lions going to the Super Bowl are the equivalent of the good guy winning the Powerball. Just the people that you think, wow, they could really use the money. Right. No, no, no. I'm with I understood. Right. Just making sure I, I took that in the right way. I just doesn't mean, you know, good or bad. I mean, people who have money are good people too. It's just kind of like, you know, hey, you won the Powerball. Yeah, I know. I just, you know, my 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 great grandkids now are taken care of. Yeah, okay. That's all. By the way, twenty to one on Debo Samuel for the MVP. Kelsey twelve to one. How about Pacheco? Oh, Pacheco's twenty-eight to one. Uh, you know that's that's actually because if you're thinking, so how's this game going to go? You think the Chiefs are going to be able to throw it all over the lot, or do you think this is actually you know Green Bay ran the ball, Detroit ran the ball, could Kansas City run the ball pretty effectively here? Yeah, Mahomes is at plus one twenty five. Yeah, that's just you know what you're wasting money. Yeah, that's Purdy's at plus two twenty five. McCaffrey's at plus four seventy five, 
And then you get into plus 1,200 on Kelsey, plus 2,000 on Debo, plus 2,800 on Pacheco. I mean, at least you make a few bucks on McCaffrey. I mean, nothing crazy, but I mean, at least, you you know, that's worth placing the bet. I think least. Pacheco's uh, worth placing the bet. Oh, no, 28 to 1, sure, absolutely. Sprinkle. Nick Bosa, plus 7,500. That's a that's a good one. That's good value. See, I would be curious if they just have a blanket, a defensive player. Like if they just give you that. Not, not that I see on this. I'm I'm only getting players, David. Okay. We'll say it again. It was uh, part of our Super Bowl trivia earlier in the show. We've had 57 previous Super Bowls. 32 times the quarterback has won the MVP. But that means 25 times someone else has won it. And like for the last 10 years, the MVP has not been a quarterback. And that's pretty much the average. So place your bets accordingly. That's why, as Trent just said, eh, it might be worth sprinkling a couple shekels. That's all. Hey, I'm told you could do that now in Florida, this whole hard rock app thing. Working well. (laughs) As people continue to reload in whatever fashion that they want. Hey, um, I know nobody's talking about this. If I told you this is the last dance, if you will, this is the last run or let's just say last Super Bowl appearance for the core of one of these teams, which one are you more likely to think it will be? San Francisco. Because the one team has Patrick Mahomes. And we've watched different cores already in a short career of Kansas City do extremely rare things. San Francisco, the way that team's built, they're going to be up against it more quickly. Because a lot of people are doing the Patriots-Chiefs dynasty comparison. And obviously there are some similarities, particularly if Kansas City wins. Kansas City will have gone back-to-back. There's only one team in the last 50 years that's gone back-to-back. That was Brady and the Patriots, the 03-04 seasons, where they won three out of four. And what will the Chiefs have done here? They will have won three out of, what, five? Four Super Bowl appearances in five years, and they will have won three of them. But if you remember, so Brady and the Patriots win the three in four years. They only, I say only, appear in one of the next six Super Bowls when they were 18 and 0. And they went 10 years without winning a Super Bowl. Now, they were terrific every year, but even Mark from when they won three out of four, and then you look at the team that was 18 and 0 playing the Giants. That was a a different team. 
couple of key guys on defense still, but for the most, that was a pretty different team just three years later. So, and I agree with you, the connection, obviously, you know, Belichick and Brady, you know, and it could very well be, you know, Reed and Mahomes. But, you know, Travis, 34. No, they are going to have to retool this, David, the way they have done, all, I mean, already. We've gone from, you know, and it was always been Kelsey, but there was Hill. Now there's no Hill. They've had to replace, you know. Right. How how, how much many, longer is Chris Jones going to remain a dominant defensive lineman in the big games? You know, he's right around 30. So that's why I wonder, you know, with this core, if you will, you know, the interesting thing is for the Niners, Mark, is, you know, the Niners could appear in this game four or five years from now. Purdy would be the guy still remaining. And don't know if and could any, be the only guy still remaining. Right, right. Don't know if any of the other core. Figured by then McCaffrey's done. Don't even know if Sebo, Debo, excuse me, will be an elite player at that point in time. Never mind the key guys on defense. So just just wondering your gut feeling, and that's why my gut tells me you know five years from now I think the San Francisco team is going to look completely differently, and I still think Mahomes is going to be a chief because the Niners obviously have been very successful in the last handful of years. This is their first time in four years getting back, and as we all know, it's difficult to get in this game. So if if we're to tell you this is this team's last appearance in this game with this core, which one do you think is more likely to be making that swan song? Which do you? With the core, because I think the Niners core, I think the Niners rely on more players, actually. The Chiefs are top heavier, if you will. So I would say Niners. The Chiefs are a lot like the Colts were, David. Yeah. Like the Manning Colts. That there's elite Six players guys. at certain spots. Uh-huh. Miller and Moulton. John Forslund talking hockey coming up.